Welcome to another edition of The Local Show here on Grassroots Community Network. Thank you for tuning in this week, guys, and thank you for tuning in Facebook Live and on YouTube, and soon to be on Apple and Roku television. Thanks for joining us this week where we feature inspirational locals. I'm so happy to be joined by a friend who does inspire me. He's been on the show in the past, but it's been a little while. I want to welcome back Charlie Eckert to The Local Show. Thanks for being here, buddy. Great to be here, Eric. Yeah, thank you for having me. And I hope you like dogs because Luna's going to be the co-host today. <laughs> she may even ask a couple provocative questions. She might come up and nudge me. She might go like, what do you smell like? That, that's her main question, like, what did you have for lunch, Charlie? <laughs> and do you have any more is, is the really the key question. So we'll uh, you're a dog-loving guy. I know oh, yeah. that. You bet. Dogs are the best. Unconditionally. So let's, let's talk a little bit about your background, because you were uh, raised in the San Francisco Bay Area, correct? That's right, yeah. In Marin yeah. County? Was uh, I grew up in the city, right at the bottom of Lombard Street, the Crooked Street, oh, no on, on Russian Hill, and um, <laughs> all through high school, and then moved uh, up to UC Davis uh, for college, and then UC Berkeley, and then out to Marin, where my parents still live today. Okay. So, Luna. West Marin. Luna was sniffing out the truth there. <laughs> <laughs> about your background. That all sounds right. Luna says, yep, yep, yep he's yep. telling the truth so yes, far. I passed the lie test. He's going to sniff all that stuff out. Um, and did you kind of develop it? I mean, we know about Marin, you know, at least in the mountain bike world, that it's so famous. Was that where you first kind of developed your, your love of cycling? In that? No, kind of in no. That the love of cycling came way before that. I, I would say, um, you know, I've always commuted to school uh, through grammar school and high school. Um, okay. I took a big uh, five and a half month tour of Europe, 13 countries, 8,000 miles back in 1981. Wow. And I think that's really what uh, uh, turned it over for me. I started getting into racing after that um, and have been at it ever since. So, and then when I moved to Aspen in 93, um, I got very involved with, with trails, with Roaring Fork Outdoor Volunteers. Right. And Aspen Open Space and Trails. So, and now also Roaring Fork Mountain Bike now Association. Roaring Fork Mountain Bike Association. RFMBA, we call it. It's a subsidiary yep. or a, basically a chapter of IMBA. It the is. The International Mountain Bike Association. Right. Yep. So you're like all in. You just pushed your chips like all into the pile of cycling and all the infrastructure around cycling. Yeah, it's good to be involved passion. in any way I can be with regards to uh, connecting our, our valley um, right. with trails. And it's, it's a little more than that, too. It's kind of this... Um, Partly an environmental awareness, because when you ride a bike, you're more environmentally friendly. You're taking better care of nature, and you're taking care, better care of yourself. That's right. Because it's a lot healthier than just like, I've never heard anyone getting that fit by driving a car. Yeah. In fact, they get stressed, and it could be a negative thing. So it's kind of a, also involves the environment, right? It like does. Your, your cycling. It does. Um, yeah, I like to think of it as being full circle um, and... Uh, just putting in my volunteer time to make uh, traveling around uh, in a um, non-vehicular access uh, just more easy for everybody in the valley. Right, right. Um, 
and it increases your fitness. So things like commuting feeds also into your racing. That's like right. Training and fitness, yeah. right? Yeah, you can take that to the <laughs> any degree you want to. But, right. Um, I, I like I mentioned, I've been a commuter all my life, and um, it's good because you're you're. Just your regular commute and work schedule allows you to get out there twice a day, not once, but your, you know, your heart rate is going up and down, sort of driving your metabolism and increasing your fitness. And um, usually you're late, so you tend to go a little faster than you need to. But, um, <laughs> so you can get some interval training it feeds too. Feeds on itself. A little it's intensity good. training there. Uh, absolutely, yeah. Right, Sometimes right. You go really hard, depending on how late you are. <laughs> so. And for a while there, weren't you, you were doing the reverse commute to Basalt from yeah. Aspen, right? Uh -huh. So that's a yeah. good distance. Yeah. You're biking almost 40 18, miles. A, yeah, almost 40 a day. That's incredible. That's incredible. So. We're going to talk a lot more about cycling, including the fat bike race, which we just had this last weekend. Maybe even a few images from the race, if we're lucky. Okay. I found a couple of you. Did you? Okay. <laughs> right. We're going to take a quick break. I want to thank our, our underwriters for making the show happen this winter. We want to really thank, sincerely, Aspen Square, Aspen Public House, Aspen Animal House Hospital, the Aspen Times, Klug Properties, Pitkin County Landfill, and Sundog Athletics. We'll go to a quick break, guys. Our only break of the show. We'll be back in two minutes with Charlie Eckert. He's also the chairman of the Open City of Aspen Open Space and Trails Board, very involved in Roaring Fork Mountain Bike Association. We've got so much to talk about, so don't go away. Aspen Animal Hospital's partnership with Wellhaven offers our community a very friendly and professional staff featuring five veterinarians, a new care companion plan, wellness plans to cover your preventative care needs for the entire year, and now introducing new feline-friendly Thursdays. They also offer exotic pet care and acupuncture. For more information, call 970-925-2611 or visit AspenAnimalHospital.com. I'm so passionate about this community. I absolutely love living here and raising my family here. It gives me a lot of pride to share this with my friends and my clients and help them achieve their, their dreams of owning an Aspen Snowmass and enjoying this incredible lifestyle. Aspen Times, telling the stories that matter since 1881, is committed to local prep sports, arts, and entertainment coverage. They also offer the drop-in weekly recreational videos highlighting why we love to live in this community. The Aspen Times at local newsstands, aspentimes.com, Facebook, and Instagram. We're not in Kansas anymore. Hey, did you miss the turn for recycling? I can't read the map on your cracked screen. Celebrating another great winter season, Aspen Square Hotel is the hospitality place, featuring fireplace studio suites and larger condominiums with full hotel-style services in the center of downtown Aspen. Aspen Square is proud to support The Locals Show. Welcome to The Locals Show, people you work with, people you know. Thanks for sticking with us here on The Local Show, a show just for you locals. But if you're not a local, you can watch too, because we love sharing the love of Aspen, the love of this great lifestyle, getting around on bicycles. I love it. I take pride. In fact, I'm trying to move from driving less than 30 miles a week, not a day, a week, to less than 20 miles a week. 
and that'll also Easily reflect like on my State Farm auto insurance policy. As the <laughs> rates come down and down and down, it's kind of like, well, your health insurance, if you never see Is doctor. Is that the threshold, 20 miles per week? No, I don't even know what their thresholds are, but it's just got to help. Because <laughs> the <laughs> you less you drive, so. you hope so. the less liability yeah. situations are yeah. out there, less chance of getting an accident on Killer 82, You know, the healthier we all are, yep. the less stress for everyone because yeah. there's less cars on the road. And the less you pay. But I want to talk to talk about something that wasn't so stressful. It was actually pretty fun. It was the Aspen Fat Bike Race we held, thanks to the city of Aspen, this past Saturday out at the Aspen Golf Course, known as the Aspen Cross Country Center in the winter. Yeah. And uh, you had a good result. You got on the podium I there. did okay. Tell yeah. us a little bit about yeah. your uh, race. Well, it was, um, it was fun. This was uh, the second uh, uh, fat bike race we put on on the golf course. And um, we had two divisions. We had an open division um, for generally the, the faster people. And then we had a recreational group that uh, just came out and and rode a full half an hour and, and uh, got around the course pretty well. But it was interesting because <laughs> with fat bike racing, it's, it's uh, sort of a crap shot on race day because of the <laughs> weather conditions. You know, you never really right. know how hard, it, how hard the track is going to be or if there's right. fresh snow or what. Um, and it started out very firm, very fast, and then with each progressive loop it got softer and more rutted and yes. challenging and people started wiping out all over the place on on all the turns right so right. everybody there were like four or five of us <laughs> in the lead and um, we were all interchanging the lead and sort of taking taking turns crashing um, and then passing one another <laughs> right <laughs> so it was, it sounds, fun. sounds like my group a little farther back, and I don't even know how I ended up maybe top 10 after four crashes. You had a couple crashes. Yeah. Everyone I know crashed at least twice. But the funny thing is you're going so slow and the landings are so soft. Yeah. You don't really get hurt. You're just a yeah. little frustrated. Maybe brush yourself off, get back on your bike, go anaerobic to get right back into the mix. Yeah. And then we're just passing each other back and forth. I went back and forth with Tom Hales several times. Uh-huh. And... Um, it's interesting because it's not all about speed. And if you try to go as fast as you can, you don't necessarily stay upright, and yeah. then you lose a lot of time when you crash. Yeah, yeah. It's an um, interesting It, kind it of can racing. be really humbling because when you yeah. crash on a fat bike in the snow, you're going <laughs> you know, off the track and into the duff. Yeah. And you, it usually involves untangling yourself from the frame and getting your, <laughs> your lower leg out from underneath the wheels and back upright and back onto the track. And it's, <laughs> it's not just like a regular bicycle in that sense. It's, um, it's, a pretty it's unique. It's a pretty unique animal. Yeah. I almost, well, it's a little bit of like um, ski racing. You know, the course gets more deteriorated as time goes on. It's rutted, like you say. Yeah. It gets like divots in it. And then what I, th- what I thought was funny, kind of funny and tragic at the same time is, that, is the body prints off to the side <laughs> where guys have been crashing. They go, I think that was my body yeah. print from the last lap. And, and you see all these crash marks kind of, so to speak, There were zits marks all over the place. Yep, yep. So what is it like at the heart of fat biking? Because I know for me, it's really kind of like this release your inner child, like almost like you're a kid on a bike again. Do you get that kind of yeah, sensation? Yeah, very much so. I, and and around, in town here, the most fun I have with it is like going out at night in a snowstorm oh, with awesome. your lights. It is, it's surreal. And the longer you go out, the softer it gets and the more quiet it gets. And I use it as a tool to just go out and explore. 
explore yeah. the neighborhoods and the trails and going up in a Hunter Creek and and uh, just just like riding down to Basalt on the Rio Grande. I mean, you do that all the time, but in the middle of winter, it's it's fun and it's challenging right. physically. It so. is, and it's 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 your go everywhere two wheeled vehicle, your two wheeled Hummer, however you want to call it. Yeah. It's like a tractor. Right, but it yeah. it changes the the um, the experience completely. So like riding down to Woody Creek Tavern in the summer, no big deal. You know we're kind of coasting downhill, but in the winter, on one of the very rare Nordic trails it's that allows fat bike, it, it becomes a whole new <laughs> yeah. journey and adventure. But of course the um, fresh squeezed lime margaritas and the chicken enchiladas at the tavern are exactly the same as they have in the <laughs> summer. That's good consistency. But to ride like a firm groomed trail, yeah. to go by the iced over Stein waterfall, you know, to see maybe four or five hundred, no, four to five people versus four to five hundred people, yeah. like you see in the summer, is also yeah. special. You know, one thing I also wanted to mention is that uh, the city of Aspen grooms a dedicated fat bike course out on the golf course, yes. and also a connecting leg um, that comes down from the Tyhack Bridge at the Tyhack parking lot and down along the Maroon Creek Trail. Oh, and so it's fun. super fun. And super then you fun. can connect that into town um, over the Aspen Meadows or go down to the Rio Grande and come back up the Stein Bridge um, and make exactly. all sorts of different loops just in town. And not to mention the alleys. The alleys are fun. You ever just go ride through the oh, alleys? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. It's just an adventure every time you get on your fat bike. But that, yeah, like the course we used on Saturday was really the centerpiece for the Aspen Fat Bike Loop. Yeah. Which is the greater loop, like you mentioned. Yeah. We actually guide people through Sundog Athletics, show them the direction, show them some skills. And also bike setup is critical. Yeah. Because sometimes, say, you overinflate your tires, that can make it pretty tough. Yeah. So bike setup's important, too. Definitely. And yeah. a lot of people did have overinflated tires. Um, you, I think I, I did was a running. Bit too. <laughs> I think four and a half pounds psi in my That's tires. Amazing. They're just like big balloons back there. <sighs> the first race, and we'll wrap this thought that I did, which which was put on by the chamber out at the Meralt. The first year we had that. I remember we have a great picture of you and I and Sean That's after right. that race. Yeah. But I was riding a Borealis that the rep had provided. I didn't have my Borealis fat bike yet. And he goes, and he had come back, and he's feeling my tires. He goes, I think I'd go down to four and a quarter. I go, four and a quarter? But yeah. that's how specific the yeah. inflation, especially if it's a little softer conditions, yeah. if you want to even be doable and rideable on a fat yeah. bike. So it's, it's a pretty interesting, I call it a con more conditional. Because like mountain biking and road biking, you're pretty much going. Right. You know? right. Fat biking, you kind of need to know some of the nuances. Yeah. I don't even have walking. a gauge. I go purely by just by finger, finger pressure. Kind of like produce in the grocery store. <laughs> That's oh, yeah. right. It feels like it's ready to go. Yeah. Low-hanging fruit Checking there. your avocados. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's shift gears a little bit yeah. to the, uh, we'll do it, let's, let's, let's do um, a shifter here, um, to uh, Roaring Fork Mountain Bike Association. Uh, what's your position within the organization? Um, I've been chairman for, boy, uh, the past five plus years or so. And okay. we're actually, we're just turning the leaf. I'm handing the, uh, the torch off to Jim New down in Glenwood Springs um, okay. at our, I believe, uh, Thursday's meeting. Okay. So that'll be good. You'll still be involved then? Oh, absolutely. I'll still be on the board. Okay. okay. And, um, but it'll be good because we've been doing so much work down in Glenwood. Um, we, right. you know, two years ago we put in the Grand Staff Trail um, up above the Wolfshun uh, uh, Trail Network. Okay. And um, 
and some activities in Newcastle as well. New, the Newcastle. There's actually a sub chapter through RFMBA, the New Newcastle oh, cool. uh, Trails, um, and they have a whole fantastic network of trails up behind um, their residential area there. Um, going, so you'd recommend going checking that out? Absolutely. Super fun. Yeah, I mean, why ever go to Fruta anymore when you have right. Newcastle, and um, and our um, um, newest trail network is up where the dump is out of Newcastle. Okay. Um, the uh, oh, spacing on the name. But right no, now. this is perfect because we want to give people a resource anyway to find out more. Yeah, absolutely. So they can look up so some of the details on these trails. Please go to rfmba.org. Right. Um, and. Um, it's okay. It's okay to have a senior moment. I have them all the totally time. Totally having a senior moment. Um, <laughs> Once you get in your fifties, it starts to go down downhill quick. Um, it's okay. We don't have to get into all those all those anyway, specifics. Riding's great down there, and um, uh, we have additional uh, trail work that'll be done in the Crown area um, next nice. year. We're going to build a couple upper loops in the Crown. Cool. And additional work up in Hunter Creek. Right. Um, so more to just keep your keep your finger on and come out and check out the trails and and see what we're doing. It's really awesome because now we've kind of created this buffet, so to speak, of riding. You've got the Aspen, the Mid Valley, Glenwood, Newcastle. This is really kind of blown up, and yeah. we got to give some love to Mike Pritchard, who's Absolutely. really spearheaded. Mike Pritchard, our executive director, yeah. um, has taken uh, our Roaring Fork trail system and multiplied it by, you know, a factor of 10. And right. he's, um, um, he's uh, become allies with all of our local agencies, the BLM, the, the Forest Service, Glenwood Springs, Aspen, Pickens County, Garfield County. Um, yeah. He's done tremendous things. Right, because so. collaboration is so key. I mean, we look at other parts of the country, like I know Sun Valley has had concerns about losing trails, you know, through different yeah. political, yeah. Uh, different nuances in the politics, yeah. or now we're designating as wilderness and you lose your trails, or whatever the case may be. We're, we're like growing, and much of that success is from the collaboration with all these organizations, yeah. well, even Wilderness great. Workshop, you know, I mean, you yeah. might consider right. on the other side of a lot of these conversations. No, but I think would. Mike's done a great job in yeah. bringing everyone in. To mm -hmm. these conversations absolutely so thanks for all you do for rfmba because i mean things like sky mountain park have really made like aspen mountain biking yeah. specifically just yeah. amazing a whole nother level yeah so, so, so yeah thanks for please that. go to rfmba.org and um sign up become a member or at least sign up and get on the news our newsletter list so you can stay current with all the new developments in the trails in the valley Right. Well, let's talk about something that I'm involved in, too, which is the City of Aspen Open Space yes. and Trails Board, or we just put OST Board, mm -hmm. which you are our chairman. Mm -hmm. So you're kind of like that chairman guy. You're like the, you know, chairman of the board, literally, <laughs> <laughs> um, of RFMBA now stepping down, but now uh, of the OST for the yeah. city. Now we got to be, there's the county, Open Space and Trails, and there's a city. But can you give people kind of an overview of of uh, you know what we're involved in with the city of Aspen OST board. Well, we're an advisory board um, to the city council, and we oversee potential um, open space purchases 
and also all of our connecting trails, both uh, multi-purpose and single track trails um, within the uh, uh, um, urban growth boundary, essentially. Um, and we also do a lot of partnering with Pickin County. So right. things such as, you know, we have a new trail coming in, a multi-purpose trail going up to connect Aspen up to uh, the music festival and Aspen Country Day School. Yes. And so we are partnering 50-50 with Pickin County on that. Um, and uh, we'll be doing more as we sort of reach our tentacles outside of the city city limits so and we're all the way out to cozy point too which has been really interesting i didn't really know the city's involvement or i thought it might go out just to, to the urban growth boundary which is the airport business center but we actually go a little bit beyond that to cozy point and well cozy point is cozy point ranch is owned by the city um, that is a property that the city uh, leases out to Aspen Tree and um, uh, the Cozy Point um, uh, Equestrian Center out there. Right. So. Right. And that's been some pretty interesting conversations revolving around that development. We, yeah, and, we just finished a new management plan for that, um, which right. sets all sorts of things in motion. There's a lot of maintenance work that's going on there to bring yeah. just the facility up to standards. Uh, Aspen Tree is also proposing a new activities center, which yes. we'll be hearing more about in this upcoming year. So we need to get the horse in front of the cart um, and get a master plan in place before we can actually go forward on that. Right. So um, we're going as quickly as we, we can to get all those uh, moving parts in place. Exactly. So. There's more moving parts than people think and what I, way more than involved in what I thought from the outside. Now, coming up on a year on the board myself, which has been just so interesting and I've been so impressed by also the caliber of the people involved, whether it's our board, not to kind of pat ourselves on the back, but the city staff. Yeah. They're, you know, it's, it's awesome. really been impressive. Yeah. You know, the people I always involved. get I always get a warm and fuzzy feeling every time I leave one of those meetings. Yeah. It's it's just great to be intertwined with uh, such great support within the city, and it's always really interesting stuff that we're involved in, and yes. fun to sort of push forward and keep moving along and um, developing these networks. And it's really important so. to, to keep increasing the um, protected open space. So sometimes we partner with the county on, say, land purchases that we're a couple we're looking yep. at right now. Yep. We don't really need to talk about the specifics. Um, so, the, you know, so I think there's an impression that it's just more and more trails, more and more development, more and more everything. But it's also really preserving, you know, some of the beautiful open space that we have, and including, what is it, 34 pocket parks that we have within the city i was stunned the number yeah that too. They're, they're all over the place yeah Tons we've got parks. the city of aspen puts out a very good park uh and trails map that i encourage everybody to pick up because you yeah. discover all these little hidden parks all over town that you never knew were there it's super cool yeah well, let's talk about how people can kind of get around alternatives to the car because one of the things i kind of noticed like this winter especially that we're getting like a real winter a lot of snow it's pretty yeah. icy it's pretty kind of dangerous in spots even, oh, yeah. to try yeah. to move around either walking or by bike. Yeah. What do you suggest for people? I mean, we have the free buses yeah. that go around town, but what do you suggest is kind of a safe means outside of a vehicle, you know, a car, um, to get around in the wintertime? If you are traveling anywhere around 
Aspen and you want to be on two wheels, I, I can't recommend enough um, a, sp an, a spare set of wheels with studs, yeah. studded tires. Um, right. It gets dangerously slick uh, with black ice and those, those sort of ruts through the streets. Right. Um, but actually with studded tires, they're, they're really quite safe. I mean, it's not like ripping around on a mountain bike and leaning into the turns or anything like that, but it'll keep you upright. You can stop on time going into the intersections and it's, it's safer than walking. I'll right. put it that way, unless you're on, on little cat tracks or something. But. And I was going to say, and a similar idea is put the, the yak tracks on your shoes yeah. or stabilizers or something, traction on your feet or yeah. traction on your bike tires, yeah. or a fat bike, which is kind of set up for traction by virtue of the wide tires well, with red not inflation. not necessarily. I'd be careful there. A little, there. Better, I, little I, better traction, I, I, I'm saying. Yeah, a little bit. It depends on bike. the snow quality. If it's soft, then yes. Today, I rode a fat bike. Okay. Normally, it's uh, studded studded tires on a town town bike. But Buddy, we're already out of time. Did you have fun on the show today? That was great. Thanks for yeah. sharing. Eric, really, thank you so much. Really appreciate all you do. Love, love being here. Yeah. So. Thanks for being here, Charlie Eckert, my good friend. Thank you, Luna. She held back on her <laughs> thought-provoking questions. <laughs> and above all, thank you guys for watching this week on The Local Show. Aspen Public House is a modern gastropub located in the historic Wheeler Opera House building in the heart of downtown Aspen, serving breakfast, lunch, opera ski, dinner and late night, seven days a week, 8 a.m. to late. Aspen Animal Hospital's partnership with Wellhaven offers our community a very friendly and professional staff featuring five veterinarians, a new care companion plan, wellness plans to cover your preventative care needs for the entire year, and now introducing new feline-friendly Thursdays. They also offer exotic pet care and acupuncture. For more information, call 970-925-2611 or visit aspenanimalhospital.com. I'm so passionate about this community. I absolutely love living here and raising my family here. It gives me a lot of pride to share this with my friends and my clients and help them achieve their, their dreams of owning an Aspen Snowmass and enjoying this incredible lifestyle. Aspen Times, telling the stories that matter since 1881, is committed to local prep sports, arts, and entertainment coverage. They also offer the drop-in weekly recreational videos highlighting why we love to live in this community. The Aspen Times at local newsstands, aspentimes.com, Facebook, and Instagram. We're not in Kansas anymore. Hey, did you miss the turn for recycling? I can't read the map on your cracked screen. Sundog Athletics is your opportunity to experience one-of-a-kind guided adventures and gain new skills to experience the thrills of snowshoeing, fat biking, canoeing, mountain and road biking. They can be reached at 970-925-1069. Fresh updates at Sundog Athletics on Facebook or sundogathletics.com. Welcome to the local show.